Hello and welcome to another episode of The Clever Kids. This is a weekly podcast where three brothers take a look at a topic from popular culture that you may or may not care about. My name is Tyler. I'm here with my brothers and co-hosts, Brian. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Jeffrey. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing well to answer the question for both of you. This is a, this is a, a new format here. Brian and I are actually in the same room for the first time since our very first episode that was lost to history and has never been released, and yet we reference it constantly. <laughs> um, what topic did we do that day? That was when we recommended the comic books to you at, that right. you've never read. So on record, you guys can't hold me accountable for not reading those yet. But we keep talking about these comic books that we assigned you as if anybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, anyway, this is a very professional podcast for any new listeners. We obviously are very good at what we do. One day we will have a conversation about those comics. Very soon. Yeah, I'm sure about that. Um, maybe maybe the one year anniversary of that recording of that episode. We're coming up on it pretty soon. Yeah, we are. It's in October, I think. Um, all right. So this week we're going to main topic. I think we're going to talk about uh, an MCU related um, sort of topic. But uh, I think before that, we, we, we didn't talk about it last week because we had some scheduling issues pop up and didn't end up uh, getting an episode recorded, recorded, but um, we wanted to talk about Reminiscence, the new, uh, the new um, Hugh, Jackson, Jack, bleh, Hugh Jackman movie uh, that was released on HBO Max. Um, yeah, so we all watched it. I'm sure we all had thoughts. Uh, who, who wants to, we're just going to spoil it. Um, so just be aware of that, but, um, who wants to start? Brian? You want to go around and just get general opinions on it first before diving? Yeah, sure. Uh, if you, what was your general opinion? Yeah. Uh, I would rate it somewhere between like, a, I don't know, eight and an eight and a half. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, we're talking out of scale one to ten, by the way. Uh, um, on a scale of one to Inception, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, honestly, it had a lot of Inception vibes, like really strong Inception vibes with the cast of Westworld in it. And I'm, I know the director was the Westworld director, I think. So yeah, one of the two creators of Westworld. She yeah. wrote and directed it. It's her first feature film uh, that she wrote and directed. Every time Hugh Jackman did the little thing that kind of prompts them to slip into the to their memory. We're going on a journey. Yeah, I was like, is this Leo DiCaprio on the train tracks? Like, yeah. it was it was the exact same concept of like making them, like using words to get them to slip into a mindset or whatever. And I was just like, they, yeah. they've just totally lifted this straight out of Inception. And then, you know, having... I mean, Jonathan Nolan, her partner in creating Westworld, wrote Inception. So right. it makes so sense that a, she would take some hints from his, yeah. his style. So right. it was an Inception Westworld you know smashing together but yeah um which is fine because i like both those things so um you know i thought the the storyline was really original i thought it was really cool um so i'd give it somewhere between an eight and eight and a half i would say on a scale of westworld to inception it was far more westworld than it was inception it it very much just felt like it could have even been taking place in the same world that westworld exists in you know what i mean like the tech was very similar um yeah i personally thought it was just fine. I would probably rate it somewhere in the middle, maybe, I mean, just like right in the average, like five, maybe a six. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's about as good of a review as I can give it. Jeff, how how are you feeling? You just I, watched I, it yesterday, so it's yeah. fresh in the mind. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was very good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, yes, it was very similar to. I didn't think about Westworld, but now that I look back on it, the cinematography, a lot of the technology does is Westworld esque, and obviously there's a lot of vibes that tie it to a lot of themes that tie it to um, <clears throat> Inception. But yeah. uh, it didn't stop me from enjoying it. Yeah, so I think we can we can kind of move into maybe a little bit deeper of a discussion on it now. Um, so again, full spoilers for Reminiscence. If you haven't watched it, I mean, you know, you can. It's worth at least giving it a shot. It is kind of long, um, but, you know, every movie is kind of long nowadays. Um, yeah, I don't, so Brian, what was it that you... I mean, Jeff, did you give it a number rating? You don't have to, but like, would you, if you yeah, did? Yeah, probably, probably an eight, eight out of 10. I mean, I, what I really liked about this one in comparison to, you know, either Westworld or uh, Inception, if we're going to continue those comparisons, uh, is the fact that this one's at its heart a detective story. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm surprised that you don't like it more given your fondness for detective stories uh, and your fondness for, I think you like Hugh Jackman. Um, I, I, I think that- uh, like Hugh Jackman. He's so yeah. charming. No, it's, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, um, I, that's the thing that attracted to me, attracted me to the movie the most was the detective story, because like you said, I do love a detective story and I do love a noir detective story. I've been struggling a lot with this like neo-noir situation that is kind of really prevalent in society where it's like, it's, uh, you know, it's like a 1950s style Maltese Falcon, futuristic, you know, uh, detective story, but it's in the future, or even like the ones that um, that exist in the you know they take place in the same time period, like uh, Perry Mason, um, the HBO series that uh, is apparently getting a second season now, even though they were they were adamant that it was going to be a mini series and not have a second season, and now it's just just getting a second season because they can't decide what they want to do out of with things anymore. Um, I. Uh, I just I feel like they know they don't they don't work for me in the same way that they used to. I I don't know if there's there's like a way of filming it that is very much like them trying to, you know, they're it's like an ode to classic filmmaking, right? And I just I don't think it really I don't know. There's something about like the shininess of everything, and it's just it feels a bit silly uh, sometimes. It's sort of like why don't we just tell a story with modern movie making techniques? and just make it a detective story. Like, why are we trying to like reference this old classic style of thing that we've clearly moved away from? And it, and like almost every single movie that comes out that's in that style bombs because people aren't into that shit anymore, you know? And like, as much as I love those old movies, I only love them because that's the way that they made them at the time. I'm not like loving them because I'm like, look at this, like, this is what movies should have, should still look like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm fully on board with the changing of filming techniques. I don't know why we're trying to subtly reference or even explicitly reference these old school filming techniques. Um, and I think it's the same way with, with detective storytelling. I find a lot of authors and screenwriters basically being like, I'm going to just take the skeleton of the Maltese Falcon or Chinatown and... I'm just going to make it my own, like a different story, but it's going to have the same beats and the same plot point, like turns and twists. And, 
I just, I just, I just sort of am like, why don't you just do something new with this? Like, why don't you just, instead of referencing something that already exists and is, you know, proven. I mean, did you, you know, watch um, Altered Carbon on Netflix? I watched the whole first season and didn't love it. I thought it was fine. Kind of similar though, right? I mean, it's kind of a futuristic, like yep. detective vibe in the beginning, yeah. at least. Yeah, and that's the one that I was kind of picturing is like them, I guess, embracing. Like a, a lot of them, I, I kind of struggle with. A lot of them, I kind of struggle with um, them just kind of keeping that same vibe. And I'm like, you're in a different fucking universe now. You know what I mean? And therefore, you need to embrace something a little bit different. Ultra Carbon kind of felt like it was attempting that, at least. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of went away from that when the story turned to the more about being about the revolution and things like that. But um, I, I think that's what I was picturing with what you're talking about. Yeah, just another story that just, I, you know, I thought it was a really ex- excellent premise. It's the execution that didn't work for me. That's kind of what I was telling Brian the other day at work um, about reminiscences. I just, I felt like this almost, and I think I say this quite often, I feel like this movie and this premise would have made a really, really, really interesting book. Like, because you have a little bit more time inside the characters' heads. Um I think that you you get to you have a little bit more time with the motivation in like a three hundred to five hundred page book than you do in a two hour two and a half hour movie, um, and I feel like this idea would have made a really excellent book. And then once you have the book out, you can kind of go through and find what doesn't need to be in there. Whereas when you're writing the script and then shooting the script, you don't have as much time to kind of figure out what what isn't working and what is, you know what I mean? There, there's a reason that adaptations of, of detective novels usually turn out pretty good is because you can kind of, kind of, you know, parse down the core of what makes it a good story. And with this one, I just, you know what? It, I think my main issue was that it just felt really bloated because you had to do a lot of the world building, but then also the mystery. And, you know, I did, I did, I, I guess I just didn't feel like it, it, nailed it but again it wasn't a bad movie i didn't like have a bad time watching it it just it felt like it i don't know i felt like maybe the main issue for me was the pacing but yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny because i kind of got the impression that the uh the world building wasn't as much of an issue for me like th- that everything's kind of underwater or like the sea levels have risen and like it's just something that they've embraced they didn't dive into that too much it was just something that you could see incorporated into the way they live their lives i thought that was kind of a, a, a win for the movie where I was like, man, like this could be the future. These people just accepting the fact that they're basically slogging around in water up to their ankles every time they step outside and like buildings are straight up, like their foundations are just sunk in water and they just accept that shit because you don't have a choice. Yeah. And I was just like, those kind of things were kind of a cool nod to like real world issues that we're looking at right now and seeing a potential future reality that they just have embraced. And it didn't, really impact the storyline beyond just setting the scene i thought it was kind of cool that they could do that without having to like be like oh man global warming blah 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 look at where we've gotten after you know blah, blah. it was just actually something that they just handed you as like a yeah here's your setting and i was like i kind of like that part of it i did honest. i did too no i definitely liked how the, there's just kind of this theme of life moves on like yeah that shit happened and then these guys just you know this the world just continued spinning um I don't know, for me, I was definitely thrown as the as the the narration continued throughout the film of just you just in Hugh Jackman's head the whole time. Total total nod to that that noir genre. That I, yeah, again, I also felt that there was a little much. Um, I also was kind of disturbed with the like. There's a point where uh, Hugh Jackman gets way over his head trying to find this like this this crime lord, 
and uh, his best friend busts in the door and just murders everyone. And I'm yeah. like, it's like you're, you're guarded by like three dudes and you're supposed to be like the strongest kingpin in the South right now. Like, I don't understand how she can just walk in. No, no one else in the South that has a grudge against this guy and happens to be a crack shot. Like, I don't yeah, know. There, that was interesting. Um, also, there was bits in it that were almost cartoony, like her entrance, which is, again, it, it's Tandy Newton, although she has recently re sort of rebranded herself by her actual name, which she had simplified. I think it's like there's a W in there now. And I don't know if that changes the pronunciation, but I'm just going to go with Tandy Newton because that's what I've always known her as. Um, I thought she did a really good job in the movie. I think that she's an excellent actress. Um, so no taking away. But her her entrance in that scene that you're talking about, we hear a gunshot and then it goes into slow motion as a man flies across the room like a shotgun just like blew this man across the room instead of just like br- busting open his rib cage, which is what would actually happen if a gun was that powerful. It right. wouldn't send you flying. It would just obliterate your insides. But instead what we got was this weird cartoony moment where like a man flies across the room in slow motion. And then uh, the gangster draws his double guns and starts running across the room, shooting in the general direction of somebody he just saw, realized is, Enter right. his space. Does she it's, even walk in with a shotgun? Like she walks in with. She pistols. does. She throws it. <laughs> there's, there's a quick moment where she throws it, and it just hits a human running by. Like she clearly just like threw it, and it just pegs an extra. <laughs> it was very funny to me. I laughed out loud. I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought. Um, I thought just like Inception. I thought they did a good job of introducing this concept of people that would want to live in the past and and the repercussions of that. Like with the whole concept of burning people. Um, and, and the kind of tragedy that would uh, happen in a world where people would want to live in the past um, because of the, the setting that they exist in. But yeah, yeah I, I liked it. Definitely solid eight out of 10. Probably would watch again. Um, yeah. My, my biggest knock um, was I was expecting a bigger plot twist with the female storyline. Like Rebecca Ferguson. Also yeah. great. I thought she was good in it. Yeah, she was cool. Like, and she did a great job of counterbalancing Hugh Jackman. I thought they really complemented each other well. But when you, when we're at this point, you know, 50%, 60%, percent of the way through the movie where we're like, what is the fucking deal here? Like, what's her motivation for all this? Like, is she a bad person? Like, how could he have been so fooled by this woman? And then I was like, there's something, it's building up to like a big reveal for her character. And then it was really just that she stole from the wrong guy and then got pressured into fucking Hugh Jackman over, but she fell in love with him. I was kind of expecting something with a bigger punch than that, where I, where I went, Oh, no fucking way. And that didn't come. It was They're more the like same a, person. <laughs> oh my, she is Hugh Jackman. <laughs> she has a twin. <laughs> yeah. Like something fucking crazy to blow my mind. And it didn't come. It was just like a, Oh, she's a good person who put herself in a bad situation. Yeah. And like, and then she ends up killing herself to be a good person. And like, it, like it, it was fine, but it didn't hit, they didn't have the punch that I was expecting to come. Um, you know, that you get in inception where you're like, Oh my God, like this crazy final thing. I'm like, I was more blown away by him trapping that guy in the yeah, nightmare of getting burned forever. Yeah. I was Holy like, Oh, I was like, damn, that's, 
fucked up. Yeah. That is so brutal. But the big twist was, wasn't so much a big twist as it was just like a twist. Yeah. Like or just like a reveal almost. It, I wouldn't even yeah. call it a twist. Like it didn't, it yeah. wasn't a surprise in any way. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And we all we'll knew that something was going to happen that was going to prove her not bad because yeah. they had set her, they set her up. They hit so hard throughout the movie that she is bad that it was like, okay, well, no one's this bad. What's the, no twi- What's the part where we get back to why he's not an idiot? I think like, the twist would have been if she just was evil. <laughs> if yeah. it just turned out that oh, she, she was a is bad. a psycho. Oh, yeah. shit, she is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and like, I was expecting something bigger than that, especially as they were hitting at the real estate mogul storyline where like it involved the whole city and like somehow she had something going on there and like it just was very, um, it, it didn't. I wouldn't say it fell flat, but it was just like a okay. I guess that's a way to wrap it up, and yeah. like, it, like it was just okay, you know. I, you know, so it, like I wouldn't give it a higher rating because of that. It was just kind of why it just was like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think that none of the reveals really had any punch to them. You know what I mean? Once it revealed that it was the son of the real estate mogul yeah. who didn't oh, want to share okay. his fortune, it was just sort of like, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Where's, where's the part where Danny Newton is actually the fucking chick behind the scenes that yeah <laughs> is really pulling the puppet strings that would have been something but something know. else um, yeah. you know yeah she i don't know and the drug lord are actually banging each other and playing yeah. some big her and rebecca ferguson were yeah actually in it together yeah, something yeah. crazy i don't know like, then it just becomes uh, wild things with denise richards where like oh every gosh. single moment is a twist they could, use, that a, movie. They could use a futuristic remake I, I <laughs> um you make that one every year <laughs> Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, I wanted yeah, to, so, I wanted okay. to touch on. I wanted to touch on this earlier, but we we've moved on too quickly. Uh, you mentioned uh, Perry Mason getting a second season. Did you guys hear that Cobra Kai has been renewed for a fifth season before the fourth oh, season God. even aired? No, well, it doesn't surprise me. It's got a huge following, but now I'm starting to get worried that they're going to drag it out too far. Yeah, like it's already a ridiculous premise of people giving a shit about local karate, but at the same time, like the, you can do too much. And that's a concern here. Like, make it four seasons, maybe a fifth if you can really pull it off, and then cut the shit off and let it be this classic thing that we come back and enjoy every couple of years. You know, like the Karate Kid. Ex- yeah, exactly. Well, actually, no, they made way too many of those. <laughs> so um, yeah, they're threatening it to be like a Karate Kid. Would you guys be stoked if Jackie Chan makes a appearance as like Mr. Miyagi's son or something like that because he was in that remake of the Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. Yes, as long as they leave Jaden Smith out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be, there's no way that's going to happen, but fuck, that would be so cool if Jack, I would start watching it just to get to that point. Um, cool. Well, uh, I hadn't heard that because I'm not up on the Karate Kid news, but that's, that's good because you guys are liking that. Yeah, it's entertaining. That's why I don't want them to go too hard with it and then fuck it up. Because it's right now something I can see myself coming back to every few years and getting the laughs all over again. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so do we want to to divert over to the um, main topic? Main topic. Thank you very much. Yeah. So switching over to the main topic, um, I'll take uh, charge on this one just because it was my original idea. No one has come up with anything even remotely close to this in this group yet. So. Um, Jeff has nothing to say on that. Anyway, uh, topic we wanted to debate was the best or the weapon that you would go with, I guess we'll say, um, if you got to pick one weapon from the Marvel universe and I will throw in a rule right off the bat. 
no Infinity Stones or Infinity Gauntlet because that just breaks the game. Yeah, I was going to say, if you hadn't said it, I was going to be like, there's no way we could yeah. throw the Infinity Stones. We could break, break it up even further and say, like, technological ones versus, like, mythical ones, but well, okay, I would say so in general, it's just throw them out. Maybe. I was going to say, how do, we, how do we feel, is Doctor Strange's magic considered a weapon? So I would say his cloak or the sling rings, but I wouldn't say, all right, but I just like choose him, Thor's fucking god powers. And, but anyone can go to... To what? What? It's not Kunlun, but what is? Wasn't it the, Shambhala or, or something like that? It was. I can't remember where where they are, but anyone can go and learn the magic from the the Sorcerer Supreme. You know what I mean? So like, would like because Iron yeah, Man? Why like, aren't there just a shitload of Doctor Strange's? Well, what makes yeah, him special? There's quite a lot of magicians all over the world. He's just the most powerful of all the sorcerers. Right, but when humans are trying to find a way to like be relevant in this world of superheroes, why don't they just send a bunch of people to that dojo to go train? Or some shit like that. What's what's the explanation? Yeah, I think that they just don't let... I think that they maybe are more particular about it. Because... You remember, he shows up and they're like, no, he, he won't be trained. Brian, they fight club him. If if a bunch of people like you don't you have to test the quality of these people right you have to make sure that they're going to do good with this magic if you just start handing it out to every single person in the street the amount of people that are going to start using it for personal gain you're going to have more villains than you will heroes yes yes but there are seven point however many billion people on this earth you tell me you can't find an army's worth of people that would be good people they're all going to die fighting each other right the good people are going to die fighting the, the bad ones you need to go through and carefully select the ones that you hope will do the most good. Yeah. All right. Well, just to get back on track, I think for the sake of this conversation, we'll say no. You can't learn superpowers. You have to rely on an object. Uh, okay. So, what about Iron Man? Like, because does the Iron Man suit? Iron come Man into suit's it? an option. Yeah. And like, I would say more specifically. You pick but you have which to be one. as smart as Tony Stark to be able to create it. No, you just get it from Tony. Uh, okay. He's just like it's all right, a, it's a, Iron Man. It's a Riri Williams situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but then you have to yeah. be as smart as Riri Williams. She's it's supposed the, to be it's super the equivalent smart too. of Falcon picking up a shield and saying, "Okay, now I'm Captain Falcon or whatever." And <laughs> Iron Man's just handing Falcon it out. Falcon punch. Wouldn't that be sick if he if he said that? <laughs> but it's got to be an object or a device. If you choose Molnir, yes, you're worthy enough to pick it up. You're not sitting there struggling with a giant heavy hammer like you get to wield it. Um, hmm. Um, but then do you get the powers of Thor? Because if you, whoever holds the hammer shall mm-hmm. possess the powers of Thor. Let's break it down more simply and not <laughs> do this for object after object and just say that you can wield a badass fucking hammer, but no, you don't become the god of thunder. But do you get the lightning powers? You get some rudimentary lightning powers. There you go. <laughs> Basically. Go ahead and pick the fucking hammer. <laughs> um, okay. So... I mean, how do you want to, Brian, this is your, I, this I would, is exclusively your idea. You're the only one who's yeah. had this idea. So how are we going to do this? Are we going to well, pick we just items start by and just, then arguing? Just arguing pick, pick one and we can try to pick holes in someone's selection or we can break it down more all right, Jeff, categorically. But I would say, Jeff, which one would you go with if you had them all to pick from? I mean, there's a lot of here that I, on this list that I think are just not on the same. I feel like there's levels to this, tiers to this list that, we, that we've created that, uh, I don't know if you if you're just have Captain America's shield, but not the super strength, you're it's not going to be. Yeah, sure, but like you still need to be able to 
block the swing from Molnir from the dude who's fucking throwing so, at you, right? So picture it as you're an average Joe that just picks it up and then you're using it. Yeah. That's your thing. I'd rather have the hammer. Like, fuck that. I'm not just walking around with the shield on my arm. Because if you don't have the strength to throw it so hard that it bounces back to your body, like, I don't know. Yeah, but but even the hammer is something that you wouldn't be able to do much with because you don't have sure the power of God behind it. Yeah, but the hammer is weightless. The hammer is weightless to its wielder. Right, but what would you – like, Like, let's just say that – the Avengers New York battle is about to happen and you as a normal human are trying to pick one of these things to be a participant in helping the good guys. The hammer is going to make you the most effective. The hammer is going to do way more damage than anything else on this list. Uh, I think the answer is actually pretty simple. It's black Panther's suit. I, so black Panther suit's really interesting. What about Tony's nanotech? Well, but the black pa- that's based on Black Panther's nanotech suit, which absorbs all all physical energy and uh, and stores it as kinetic energy, which can be unleashed as a blast. So basically, we don't really have a lot of projectiles in the MCU. But if like you're coming at me with a gun, the suit is basically bulletproof and then absorbs the power from that from those bullets hitting it, and then I just s- slam the ground and blow blow you all away. I just and you have those razor sharp claws that come out, and I mean, on like a uh, melee combat one on one fist fight level, I just that you're you're not really you're at kind of a disadvantage. Even me, not being in the best shape, but or like as good a shape as Chadwick Boseman was, or you know T'Challa is with the you know that weird peyote that he drinks. But you know you have like I I feel like given that like you're basically a super. The, superhero without the super strength you know what i mean like you're already pretty i mean we're gonna we're gonna get into the classic comic book question here like would the black panther suit withstand yondu's arrow is this a secret showdown episode <laughs> i'm just kidding so so hold on i'm almost thinking about categorizing this a little bit more and debating one thing against another for example which suit would you go with black panther suit iron man's nanotech suit ant-man's suit like there's quite a few options in there I think yeah, Iron Man requires the most expertise to wield. We see Iron Man himself at the developing. We see what? Iron Man in the first film failing to fly at the very beginning, and and dis- and figuring it out. But if you're hopping in, if, if Iron Man fucking crashes, he gets ejected from his suit and he's dead, and you're like, shit, I need to hop in here and fix this. You hop in the Iron Man suit, you don't know how to fucking work that thing. Sure, you yeah. got Jarvis, you can say, hey, fire missiles or do this, but you're just as likely to die, uh, way more likely to die than than Tony Stark. I think I think we can assume for the sake of the exercise that you can get this thing and kind of hit the ground running with it. You're not just like, what the fuck is this? All right, I'm going to go run into a battle with it. No, you're like, you have some, like you have an, an acceptable amount of understanding on how it works and being able to use it to, you know, like actually harness its capabilities. Yeah, I think Ant-Man suit is whack. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could get big and then you can step on people. But yeah. Iron Man suit has ranged weapons. You know what that tickle is coming up your leg? That's me running up your butthole, bro. <laughs> Fucking oh, split wow. you in half. <laughs> you saw, I'm assuming you yeah. saw the Thanos, Thanos things. things. Yeah, that was very fun. Very fun. Where's that what if episode? I want to see that one. <laughs> um, what about the Iron Spider suit? But you know, like, I mean, the Iron Spider suit is just a suit unless you have the web slingers and Spider-Man's ability. Well, the web slingers is an external 
object as well, but I guess it's, true. Put, it's built into the suit. It's not him. But yeah, but yeah, the, the Iron Spider suit is pretty good. Because it does a lot of automated shit to help you, too. It's like in a, it has like assist features that I would argue is a good point for the Iron Man suit and the Iron Spider suit versus the Black Panther suit where you're kind of on your own in a suit that just protects you a little bit more. The Iron Man suit, you could be like, Jarvis fire missiles, you know, Jarvis lock onto that, you know, and just use your words a little bit more. The Iron Spider suit's the same thing. It's got an assistant versus the Black Panther suit, which is just, you're just a dude running around in a black suit that helps you be a little bit more indestructible, but you're doing everything else on your own. Like the other benefit of being like in the Black Panther suit is he's got super strength and shit. Yeah. And Ant-Man I would argue is more like the other ones. It's just a little bit more manual where he just needs to be smart about when to size down and size up and use that to his advantage. So if you want one that's a little bit more like day one, I got to go get into a fight in this thing. I got to argue for the nanotech suit or I gotta feel like I got to say the wasp suit is probably better than the Ant-Man suit because she has the same shrinking ability, but she can fly and she has uh, a projectile. She yeah. has her stingers. Okay, that's fair. But I still don't think it but matches she up to... She doesn't grow Dude, in size. that because... nanotech suit is just on him at all times. He doesn't yeah. have to go put that uh, Iron Man. Uh, and the nanotech Panther. one in... Was that one? Oh, yeah, it's on his necklace. Mm-hmm. So those two are pretty fucking tight, where it's like, at all times, he's protected in some way. I mean, we see in the, the new Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer that Spider-Man suit is also nanotech and on him now. Yeah, so I think I think it'd be hard to argue against having one at like the nanotech level. So I would count Ant-Man's out for that reason, or the Wasp's out for that reason. But um, I gotta say, man, I'm, the more I think about it, it's gotta be either the Iron Spider suit or... Iron Man's like nanotech one. Does it come out of his glasses? No, it comes out of his chest piece. He has it. That's right. On caps it. That shit is crazy, dude. Yeah, it's pretty sick. And it like reacts it like as one piece gets ripped off. Yeah, and he needs it there. That's the best scene in Infinity War when he's fighting uh, Thanos and Thanos breaks off the sword around his body and and like rips off his gauntlet and then you see his leg recede and it grows the arm back around it. Oh fuck, dude, that is cool. And he's in the biggest part to me is he is just a Joe Schmo human underneath it. Like, I mean, but this suit the most intelligent him. human on the planet. Yeah, I mean, in in terms of a fight, he doesn't pack yeah, more. Yeah, of a yeah. I mean, he's not in better shape than me, or but maybe a little bit, but 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 not so exceptionally so that you wouldn't be able to do similar capabilities. It's not like he's like Thor, where you're like, dude, human or god, that guy would blow me out. You know, like this yeah. dude is more Chris normal. Hemsworth, even just as like a standard human, is still pretty intimidating. Yeah, like, he's like six five, probably like three hundred pounds of muscle. Like, right, but he's Robert so Downey. Big. Robert Downey, if he's throwing a punch in that suit that's effective against the guys he's fighting, you have to assume that yours would at least be, you know, close to the same effect. Sure, yeah. And so, therefore, it makes that suit something that a normal human could harness more so than, like, the Black Panther suit, where it's like, how much does it really assist you in sure. trying to stay competitive if you're jumping into that scenario? Yeah, I mean, I think if we're if, if we're going with suits, I mean, Black Panther and Iron Man are high on the list for me. I think Black Panthers, if you're – if there's – if we're doing a in like a fist fight, I think I'm going with Black Panther. If we're doing like a alien battle and need to be able to fly and shoot lasers, then obviously Iron Man's number one there. 
Spider-Man still doesn't really, I mean, you got the leg, the crazy legs and you have instant kill mode or whatever. <laughs> it's just running around stabbing. We didn't really see much about it. Well, we see it in Endgame where he's like, activate instant kill. And it just starts stabbing all of yeah. the fucking dudes around him. <laughs> it's just crazy. so funny. Um, uh, yeah, but I almost feel like Iron Man or Spider-Man suit is really not that much without Spider-Man's abilities. Because you, I mean, with the, you have the legs, sure, but um, the web shooters only help you if you have his reflexes, I think. I don't think anyone else is really being able to swing through the city without it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, yeah, and I'm struggling with that because I, I would say if you have the Iron Man or the Iron Spider suit, you should have some ability to like swing around and shit. Like, right. So if, if it takes a little extra endurance, just assume that you'd have enough to operate it essentially. Sure. Um, what about just like straight up like weapons, like? Let's go to the just the shield and the hammer. Yeah. And well, yeah, well just are there other ones? I guess the wings, Falcon's wings. Yeah, so I got a little list that I wrote down. So the sling ring, I would say, is here. Um, the ten rings, which we haven't even really seen their full capability yet. The movie's yeah, coming out. Kind of hard week. to include those. Yeah, but we can. We have an idea of what they they Caps. are. They look like there's some sort of like magnetic yeah. projectile situation. I, actually, I really don't know. It, from the trailers, it looks like he like blows up a wall with them at one point. So. I'll throw in uh, Hawkeye's uh, bow and arrows. and all <laughs> even, The bow that turns into a bow staff. I'll, I'll even throw in uh, the, the Grandmaster's melt stick. <laughs> like, oh, you that, I was like, what like oh my god! <laughs> um... Oh, what about like Odin's spear? Or Did we ever see him like, do anything with the spear? Yeah, we see him blasting shit with it. Yeah. When? In it's... Thor, the first one, when he shows up at the Frost Giant's battle and he like blows a line in the ground in front of Thor and is like, um, you leave I... now, I won't kill you all. <laughs> yeah, or I'll throw in uh, like um, uh, Yandu's arrow. Uh, like, okay, well, you that's the answer. Him. I'm pretty good at whistling, guys. I think you'd all be fucked. <laughs> or uh, Doctor he takes Strange. out a whole ship of men just from a control room whistling. Yeah, that's yeah, OP as fuck, dude. That's so powerful. I, I still don't know why he wouldn't just throw that through Thanos' brain. What's what's Thanos doing to stop that if he doesn't see? It I mean, coming? he has the Infinity Gauntlet. If he knows it's coming, he has to know it's coming though. It doesn't just protect him at all times. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So Yandu just sends it through his brain from the backside. Like how does? How does Thanos stop that? Yeah, I don't know. That one is an underrated OOP weapon. But Super overpowered. Sling ring. Um, think about Doctor Strange's cloak is pretty kick-ass because it's sentient. So, like, it really helps you. Like, it's like, it's literally like Aladdin's carpet with how, like, it's more it. sentient than Weasel was in Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's like actually making, actively making decisions. It reacts to him talking yeah. to it, too. Like, that thing is really kick-ass. Stormbreaker's got to be looked at as a standalone weapon, too. So if you put Molnir, you can pretty much just upgrade the Stormbreaker and take the hammer out of the conversation. Because I think Stormbreaker's just better on all fronts, right? Um, I mean, he literally throws the hammer at Cap and says, no, nah, I want the big one. Like, nah, you don't get to use Stormbreaker. That thing's pimp. Like, um, yeah. I don't, yeah, it gets kind of, it's kind of hard, right? Like, Cap's shield is pretty sick. I like that it, like, just bounces back to you. But, I mean, we saw in Falcon the Winter Soldier, like, it requires some amount of training to be able to operate it the way that he does. And I don't think I have that ability. Yeah, Yeah. well, and, like, I I guess for this one, to be able to really benefit from some of these, you can assume, like, hey, like, you would have enough added strength to be able to use it effectively. 
you know what I mean? Or, or look with a hammer, you get some rudimentary lightning harnessing ability or the ability to like, you know, fly around the way Thor does without getting fucking your legs broken the moment you land, like, or your arm ripped off or whatever. You'd, you'd let the hammer pull you off. Um, you know, like things like that. You can assume to some extent you get to use these things to their full capability. Jeff, do you have one that's standing up? Um, I mean, Yandy's arrow, uh, I don't know if it would be as effective as, as James Gunn utilizes it in his films. Like there's a scene in there where Yandu crash lands and is surrounded by an entire, entire army. And he gets to sit there and whistle for a solid 30 seconds as the arrow just enters each person's yeah, brain. And nobody shoots. And not a single person's opening fire. It's like, okay. Yeah, uh, that's a bit silly. But also, it's still really... I mean, even just, though that bit is silly. Yeah, like, if you had, if like you had cover, weapon. if you had cover, it'd be a very effective weapon. Yeah, uh, in the comics, Yondu just has a bow and arrow. He does not have oh, like really? a whistle arrow. Yeah, he's just... but. That that invention for that movie for those movies is very fun. I do like it quite a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, is, let me ask you. Like sling ring. Let's assume that you can harness it. And you got some training with it to make it worth utilizing. That one's got to be a pretty underrated one as well, right? I mean, you're literally it's a reality vendor, right? But it's only. It's it's just portals, right? It's just opening portals. Sure, but let's say let's say someone throws Molnir at you. You open a portal and it send the fucking axe to yeah. Himalaya. Yandu's arrow send that shit. To just send it right back at like open the other portal right in his face. So right. I wouldn't want it. Just <laughs> takes him out. I wouldn't want it anywhere near me. What I would do is I would send the the hammer across the planet or in another fucking galaxy, and then I'd open a well, portal underneath saw... your feet and cut you in half. Remember in uh... <laughs> he does. Use it to sever fools like Lynn cuts stuff. off the arm of yeah the big guy like that Wong does. It's Wong, you're invited to my wedding. It's a crazy <laughs> indirect weapon that I think is extremely slept on because you know they just don't take it too far. Let me ask you: Does Doctor Strange still wear one, or does he not need it anymore? I think they always have them. I think they're just like on their just belts because they just no, they just like grab like you see when they when they go well the ancient in New one York, they like pull it up off their wrists. The ancient one belts. opens her portal. Without, Without it, it, right? So, uh, I mean, it's just a spell that he would have to memorize. Yeah, I, I kind of got a sense that it was a tool to use when you're not master level. Right, it's, it's like level, you don't really need it anymore. Something, something that you channel, some, some kind of channeling device that allows you to access. You know what I want? I want Mordo's uh, uh, boots. Yeah. Those were cool. Remind me of the so, boots. That's it. He, he that's can, it. like, basically create platforms as he's jumping. So he, like, jumped all around Stephen Strange and he kicked him in the face when they were yeah, in the fight. Yeah, that's, my, that's my weapon. That's it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Bullshit. I'll whistle that bow or arrow right He also down. has that crazy staff, the, like, lightning or firecracker yeah. staff or whatever. Yeah, it breaks out into multiple. Yeah. Um, let me ask you something. Would you guys choose the super serum over most of these things? Or like where the, where we're just getting the super serum rank in this area? In like, oh, I mean, in terms of getting does, one of these does things. Captain America have to work out? Like, is that just instant? You know, permanent what, that's fitness? so funny you said that because yesterday I was thinking about the uh, the on your left scene where he's running, mm-hmm. and I thought at the end of that run he's not even breathing hard. It's just like, catch you later, man. I'll see you next time. And yeah. he's like, dude, you literally just ran like fifteen miles in like five minutes or whatever. Like, and I thought to myself, does he need a condition? Does he really need to do that? Or is it just well, something because he's I mean, I would assume, I mean, it enhanced his physical abilities, but it doesn't negate practice. You know what but, I mean? But the he interesting thing is... up in 10 seconds becomes super jacked in, in like, in, without any kind of training. In the first Captain America film, 
after Bucky falls off the train, he's in a bar trying to get drunk, and Peggy finds him, and he explains that he literally cannot drink beer fast enough for his body to regenerate. Like, he can't even do damage to his body that is that the right. super soldier serum His body is fix. just in perfect condition at all. So, I don't, can't like, can you drunk. imagine... Yeah. Can you imagine just being permanently jacked? I don't know if that's a boon or a blessing. No, that's fucking awesome. Are you yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a blessing. What yeah. are you talking about? Dude, I, I work uh, out. Oh, what? You, uh, I'm always hot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, always super fucking I'm hot. I'm always at peak physical condition <laughs> yeah. and I don't have to do anything. Uh, yeah. Like, dude, I work out all the time and it, it fucking hurts. It's not that fun to <laughs> yeah. work out. I literally worked out this morning for an hour and I feel like I'm dying. Yeah, it's <laughs> the worst. So that guy could do that. Like literally sleep on the couch and eat Cheetos all day and look like that. Like he literally get, comes out of the ice for seventy years and then is just sprinting around like like he could run all day without yeah. stopping. He wakes up from the ice and punches a punching bag off yeah. of its metal chain. So, so I'm curious. <laughs> so I'm curious though because I want to know where the super serum ranks for you in terms of like if I put all these things on a table and one of them was a super serum, how many of these things would you pick over the super serum? Because super uh, serum is very enticing to me. Not a lot. I'd probably choose the super serum, but then I wouldn't be a superhero. I'd use it just, I'd just like be at bars and yeah. be really just hot and play not football. be drunk. Or, go go yeah. get a football contract. Just be really hot. Just, just walk around the world just super nah, hot. That's all I would do. small potatoes, man. Like, just walk like, up and down Venice Beach me? and walk up to the bodybuilders and be like, oh, you need help with that? And just like grab people's yeah. weights. I would go grab the, the dumbbell and just throw it in the air. I would go straight to the Dallas Cowboys and say, I want you to have all 50 players on your team try to tackle me at once. Tell you what. If they can't keep me from the end zone, you give me $100 million to play for your team or something. Like no that. helicopter in the Northwest would ever take off again because <laughs> yeah, I would stop. be holding it down. <laughs> Dude, I would save a dance for every female lieutenant <laughs> in the military. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. oh, my God. I would save that dance. But uh, I would save a dance for Haley Otwell every day. Well, hold on. Is there any item that you would pick over the serum? Um, Dude, some of these things make you pretty fucking close to god tier in terms of power. uh i mean iron man suit but then you have to work out still see like if i just have the well, super sail really super soldier suit, we never see him doing laps yeah but he's in good enough shape that he fits into that metal suit doesn't seem like it has a lot of room for you to like gain 10 pounds so if i put like the ant-man suit or the iron spider suit on a table and right next to it, i put the serum and i say you get to walk away with one you're choosing serum, the serum. Serum. What about Yandu's arrow? Serum, probably. What am I going to do with Yandu's arrow on a daily basis? Well, let me remind you, I'm dropping you into New York to help the Avengers in their fight. Yeah, serum. You're still choosing serum. Yeah, I mean, I, Captain America is pretty formidable against those aliens. I'm, I'm choosing the sling ring so I can get the fuck out of New York. Are you <laughs> shitting me? <laughs> There's a nuke coming. Well, you could just use the sling ring and just send the nuke. Actually... That's nope. a plot hole that they I'm introduced in, in Endgame. Why does the Ancient One just sling ring the nuke out in space for Iron Man? She's not there. Well, I guess she's, she is. She's she on is, her rooftop. She is there. She's having a conversation with Hulk. Yeah. That's why she doesn't do it. There you go. Because <laughs> the Hulk was distracting her. She, just, she just watches the nuke fly by like, ah, oh, the humans are going to hate that. <laughs> Whoops. She wish I hadn't given them the time stone. I could really use that right now. Sorry, Tony. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's interesting because the serum itself just enhances you. But it like it doesn't give you the higher level like powers that some of these do, and it's inter- interesting that us as regular humans would still choose that option. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder why like, that is. Tyler, because you're picturing it as in terms of applications to your own life and being like, right. dude, that'd be tight. Right. Like the 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 soldier serum, the super soldier serum has 
uh, auxiliary benefits that extend beyond combat. And I think so does this the sling ring. Like vacation to anywhere, going to work, just fucking portals. <laughs> What's up? I'm here. No more no more gym fees, bro? Oh, that's savings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm choosing serum. Bro, just go and get a modeling contract and be fucking rich just off that. If you survive New York. <laughs> We're not even if I choose the if, if I mean come on. That if I choose the Black Panther suit, does that mean I am recognized as the Black Panther of Wakanda and I get to be a Wakanda <laughs> prince? Because that's got a lot of auxiliary benefits as well. Yeah, it's pretty sick. If I get the Iron Man suit, can I just convince people that I'm Tony Stark and transfer his money to a Do I also get account? the billions of dollars? Yeah. Pepper, uh, Pepper, where are you at? Alright, well let me ask you this. Is there an infinity stone that you would pick the serum over? Just a singular, you just get one. One stone. Well, the fact that we can't wield any of them. If I put, well, assume that you can do it. Let's not ruin the game here. Yeah. You put all the stones on the table. You put the serum down. Is there any stone that you're not picking over the serum? I would assume the time stone's pretty desirable. You get to control time's pretty kick-ass. Reality stone's way up there. Soul stone, I don't know what the fuck it does, so that one might be out. (laughs) Power Stone's pretty fucking awesome. I mean, it does. What Here's the, the real does. question: Would you kill one of us to get the Soul Stone? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't. Well, wanna, I don't. I don't want to actually know the answer to that. I don't question. know what don't it does. Like. It's super <laughs> ambiguous, right? Yeah. That, that, I wish that they had kind of spent a little bit more time explaining what the individual stones yeah, the do. The whole theory like, was that everyone's souls were trapped in it. We see the, the we see the Time Stone, what it does in Doctor Strange. We see what the ether does, although we don't really understand what it does. We just know that it is some sort of power, right? Um, we see the power stone in, in Guardians of the Galaxy, although, again, they don't really show what it does. We just see that it, you, I, I don't know. It's power they, do show, they do show one of the Eos, the Eternal, with the power stone in the just first Guardians of the Galaxy of him just yeah. decimate the entire just planet. She just epically, like, able to, like, fucking drop I don't know, mad power on folks. <laughs> like, it, it strikes me as like super serum plus, you know, like you just straight yeah. up got to your power. Um, right away. I don't know that we know enough about the, the Infinity Stones. I mean, like, we know what the Mind Stone does, because that's what Vision has in his head. Apparently, it gives you the ability to shoot lasers out of your forehead. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> is that? Like, do they all have some kind of laser ability? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really make a lot of sense in the movie. I mean, the reason why everyone, there's this massive theory about this, this, or all the, the souls went, is because in the comics, uh, there's a character named uh, Adam Warlock who had the Mind Stone in his forehead, and he had the ability to imprison people inside of the stone in an alternate reality, and then go and visit them. Um, that was the Mind Stone. That was the Mind Stone. So he had the, char- the power to control the mind and trap it. And- their, their entire incorporeal body would or corp, corporeal body would actually get, would actually so not just your mind it yeah would he would body. it would take your entire body and your existence, would, that feels more that feels more like, reality stone than mind stone that's weird. it's it's like uh the, the phantom zone basically he had a phantom zone inside his head so it gives you more control over your own mind it sounds like a radio head lyric um all right let's uh let's move on because i actually do have some some few things I want to talk about. Do we have any final thoughts on these weapons? I don't think we... Uh, yeah, my of... final thought is I'm surprised at how high the super serum ranks. So we all just want to look like... I'm ourselves. just a it normal fix man. your face, boys. I'm just a normal... <laughs> I have a very <laughs> handsome face, actually. Yeah. Um, His face did not change when he got out of that chamber. It got so. more muscular. 
Yeah, definitely. His jawline definitely squared up. Let's just say that. I'm just saying, you don't come out of there looking like Chris Evans. So if that's you what go. you're hoping for, pick, pick Molnir. At least you could pretend like you're Thor. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that if I'm staying as a human and I'm not gaining any of the other superpowers from any of the other things you can get, then I'm thinking I'm choosing Super Soldier Serum. Because as a non-superhero, if New York was attacked, I would be able to contribute to the help and be able to help people and then also just be like on the daily news and just like that hot guy who saved a bunch of people in New York. You know what I mean? Why are you so determined to look hotter in this situation? This is not just, about your dating life. All, all I care, I'm, I'm married, but I do want my wife to be attracted to me, more attracted to me than she currently is. Let's say that. Um, sling ring all the way. Sling just, ring? What just, got, I would get the fuck out and go have fun. <laughs> Yeah, as much as he's not, he doesn't rank super high on my list of top Avengers, I think the Iron Man nano suit is hard to pass up on. Yeah. Yeah. But the serum's pretty kick-ass. I just think if I'm mainly focused on helping the battle in New York, a second Iron Man suit would be the most practical aid rather than Captain America fighting like 20 aliens. I want to be the guy. I mean, he also became way more acrobatic. You know what I mean? Like, and his fighting ability improved quite a lot, like almost instantly. Totally. Doctor just, Doctor Strange you know, uses the ability to create portals to send Loki into a, a place where he fell for thirty minutes consecutively. Yeah, that like, sling ring is pretty that fucking fun, fun bro. to be honest. I've been falling for thirty minutes. Yeah. I I uh I, I think if I'm trying to have the most impact, positive impact on the scenario, I'm going Iron Man's nano suit. Yeah. Yeah, creating a massive ass portal and sending the Chitari slug flying monster into a portal. Sling ring's pretty kick ass though. I'm not gonna lie, it's not it's an underrated option. Yeah, it is good. Um cool. Well let's move on. Actually, we had two Marvel trailers released in the last two weeks uh that we haven't talked about, and I just remembered that. Three so if you count if you count uh the final trailer for Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, I think is how it's pronounced, but yeah. Um I did not watch that because I'm trying not to watch any. I've only watched the first trailer for it, the first full trailer, and I don't want to watch any further because I just want to know what I don't want to know everything that happens uh, as the movie comes in. So, um, for right now, let's uh, let's talk about the Eternals trailer. Jeff, I'm assuming you watched it. Brian, did you watch this? The Eternals trailer. I have not seen any new ones. I saw the, one of the original. Okay, so they just released like the long one. Okay. It has like an so actual fight scene and shows off some of their powers. Okay. Um, Jeff, maybe you and I can uh, talk about it real quick. Uh, what did you think? I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was built on more of the same of the foundation that they'd already laid upon. I don't think we discovered anything new that I could think of. Um, with it, it was cool to see the deviants and and you know what they're going to look like for the film and and the the combat that uh, they're going to use. I mean, I. I'd be I mean, they really to... only showed Richard Madden's combat, and did it hearken over to you? Any? Did it remind you of anything? Of Superman using laser yeah, vision? Yeah, it's just Superman. He's Superman. He can fly. He has laser vision. He's punching things in the face. I was like, "What the fuck are they?" Is he's this wearing Marvel he's... cutting us, cutting DC out of the picture, and being like, "Oh, you guys fucked up. You should have been doing Superman because we're releasing ours, but he's... he has yellow laser vision instead." Yeah. He's basically got a he's got a black suit Superman with laser yellow laser vision instead of red. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is interesting. I can't believe that they're doing a Superman character like it's. They're doing a Justice League 
They're doing their yeah. own Justice League. It, what they're it doing. feels like it, doesn't it? It feels yeah. like uh, so, Angelina Jolie is playing like a Wonder Woman type character. Yeah. Are they going away from his character's source material in some way with his powers? Nope, that's the powers that he has. Um, it just the way that they. I just. I'm just. It looks so it's much very like blatantly like it looks like your, when you uh, watch the trailer, you're gonna be like, you're definitely gonna get some Superman vibes from it. It feels okay. like Superman. It is very interesting. Um. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about it. We still don't really know what the story is going to be, although, you know, it's probably going to have, it's going to give us, it's going to expand the universe and show us Marvel Cosmic a little bit further and give us the Eternals, I mean, I'm sorry, the Celestials. Um, and uh, I think that that's going to pave the way for Fantastic Four and Galactus probably is going to be, I, I'm getting the feeling that that's going to be the first Fantastic Four movie is going to be a Galactus storyline. Because that's the first major Fantastic Four comic book arc is with Galactus in it. So um, I would think that uh, that's where they're going to go with that. And that's why they're introducing them now. Um, I don't know if the MCU needed a new team of gods. I feel a bit weird about that. Because one of the things I liked about the, the orig- like the movies that they've done is that Thor was the only one that was sort of otherworldly. And all the other people were basically just humans. Albeit have, humans with extreme, you know, advantages, but they're just humans, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. Giving us, like, a group of gods and trying to make us relate to them. I don't I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess we'll see. What were you going to say? I have confidence that, that Kevin Feige is a plan, right? Like yeah. I, I, they, they definitely have to have a direction. Or, you know, if they're going to include the Eternals in this greater scope of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they have to have... A plan for what what they will be right if you have captain marvel out there fighting aliens in space in the final battle right there where she's up there you know dealing with the mothership and shit you're gonna have a plan for the eternals too yeah i don't disagree um we can kind of move on to another trailer that uh just came out um spider-man no way home finally released its trailer you can uh, see the jokes about uh them being like, I think we all know who released that one early, and it was like Scarlett Johansson had a computer because she's in that <laughs> the lawsuit. lawsuit with Disney. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, showed me that. I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, she's very funny. Um, yeah. Uh, what? Did, how did we feel about this trailer? Did it? Does it make you more hyped for the film? Did it leave up, lead up, uh, meet up? Uh, what am I trying to say? Was it was live up it to expectations? live up to the to the expectations that we have because we've been waiting for the trailer for so long? I think I, like I'm kind of I don't know I, I need to see more because it's been interesting to see this multiverse topic unfold where we were watching WandaVision and we we're like oh at the end of this she fucking shatters the one universe into many or whatever that's it's a very clear way that they're going to run with this multiverse thing going into Doctor Strange and then. That didn't happen. And then we went to Loki where we were like, oh, okay, here's the fractured timelines in your multiverse. And like, it kind of didn't really do it then either, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it kind of happened with uh, the bad guy at the end where he's like, oh, there's a bunch of versions of me and shit. Like, oh, we got big problems. But then now they're talking about Doctor Strange and Peter doing it as a way of helping people forget that Peter is Spider-Man. And I'm like, okay, so are we going to have multi-multiverses? Or, like, how do these all tie together? Like, all these different... It was just weird to me how they, like, dangled this carrot of, like, you're going to get a multiverse storyline and then 
had all these different potential touch points that they kept going, ah, nope, you're going to have to be quicker than that. And then all of a sudden it's, they're just wiping people's memory of Peter being Spider-Man. It was kind of a weird way to reveal that. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I, that's the thing. I think we'll have to wait and see what comes out. I'm hoping that they don't release too many more trailers that like spoil a bunch of things. I mean, we all have our assumptions, although they're relatively unconfirmed at this point, but um, you know, we're all pretty sure that Garfield and McGuire are going to make their way back in. Um, I kind of don't want them to show me that in the trailer. I want to see that, how they do it in the movie. I really am like afraid that they're going to show us them all fighting together in the next trailer. You know what I mean? Because fans are like, are they in it or not? People are asking for it. And Sony is just really bad at releasing trailers that give away the whole movie. And I, I just don't really want them to do that. Yeah. Um, I think I got enough. Like, you know, I, we know that Doc Ock is back. It's Alfred Molina, although he was de-aged. Did you guys realize that? So are we going to get Tobey Maguire also de-aged? Because I was kind of excited to see like an older Tobey, like what yeah. happened to him. Play, with, play with potential like futures for him. Like, yeah, exactly. I like, want to see like what that character you know, kind of evolved into. You're touching on what I was going to bring up, which is, I saw something that said that they, Into the Spider-Verse uh, animated version was like their their pilot for like yeah. how this was going to play out with audiences, this whole multiple Spider-Mans or yeah. whatever. And they do that in that one where you see the Peter that becomes the mentor right. having lived out a little bit more of his life and shit doesn't go all hunky dory for him. And yeah. like, he's clearly been affected by things that affect normal people, which is breakup and, you know, him being lazy and getting heavy and like being depressed and like yeah. things that you're not Wearing safe from <laughs> things that you're not safe from just because you can throw a car, you know what I mean? And like, I thought that was, a really cool thing that they did and it'd be really interesting if they run something similar although because they did it in into the spider-verse they might not do it in the movies because it'd be too similar you know what i'm saying yeah but i'm okay with it being similar a little bit similar obviously don't make it the same it's, yeah nick from new girl's voice in this one <laughs> with toby mcguire's face they just have it as nick and he's like what i am Toby." yeah it's me toby mcguire i mean peter parker <laughs> yeah. um, no i, I want to see like you know this continuation of what these characters are um you know, I want to see what Tobey Maguire's character is doing 20 years on, you know, and I want to see what Andrew Garfield's character is doing 10 years on, you know, I want to see where they're at. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I think that that would be really cool, but we know that Jamie Foxx is in it as Electro. We see the yellow lightning, which is more comic book accurate to Electro, whereas in the movie, He's got blue lightning, so is it going to be the same version as, as Andrew Garfield? Is Andrew Garfield even in it? Um, we see a goblin bomb, which I was not expecting, which means Willem Dafoe is in it. It's going to be a big banger. That, not, that is not what it, that means. What do you we mean? do not know if Willem Dafoe is in the film or not. That is, that is. We hear Willem Dafoe's goblin laugh. We see it's the same type of pumpkin bomb from from Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man movie. Dude, they're all in it. Alfred Molina shows up. We'd known that Alfred Molina had been cast months ago, and same right. with Jamie Foxx's Electro. You don't think we would have heard if Willem Dafoe had been cast? There's been rumors that he was that he'd been seen on set. So, yeah. so they yeah. basically confirmed it. With they're going to go for it. They're going to go for it, man. I, 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 what I saw, I haven't seen. Uh, right, I have seen this trailer. Sorry. Um, what I've been hearing is that this is potentially like Avengers level like bringing in such a 
star-studded cast and like mashing it all together into a cohesive storyline. I'm hearing that this is like more on that level than on a standalone superhero movie level. Yeah, I think that this is going to be really big. I mean, we saw there's a quick moment where Peter's in like sort of a broken room, like kind of rundown building, and we hear a growl and something jump through the window, and it's in the darkness behind him. But it's a big, hulking, muscular thing. And it, my first thought was Rhino. that it was Venom. Oh. My first thought was oh, that it was Venom. You think it's Tom Hardy? No, I think it's Lizard. I think it's the Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. And then we have Electro from The Amazing Spider-Man. I think it's going to be two villains from each of them. And I think that they're doing a sort of Sinister Six situation. Because we also know that uh, uh, Batman 89, what's his name? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is in it as the character he's been we know that he's officially in it as well so i'm yeah. thinking that this might be their backdoor sinister six movie that we've been with that people Dude, have been waiting for Jeff, like tell me what i'm not saying that Sp- I'm, I'm not saying that the green goblin's not in the film i'm saying that we have no confirmation that willem dafoe is the green goblin that we'll we be hear his laugh is, and we see the exact same pumpkin bombs it's not the exact same pumpkin bombs yes it is look it up i have i what i'm telling you it's not it's not the same one that we see in, in the other films it, it it's in the yeah it, it's only in the first one and then also toby Maguire blows up james franco with one different, in the third different one. color it's different color it's different it's the sun. same color it's not oh my god uh listener at home tw- instagram uh at jeffrey perry 05 or something like that find or 08 get at him um look at that brian's got it up right here Yeah, I see the pumpkin bomb from the trailer, yes. Yeah, that's the exact same pumpkin bomb. You're not showing me the comparison of the other one. I don't have the other one. Oh, wait. There there it is. It's the same freaking pumpkin bomb. Yeah, it's literally the exact same thing. It's the exact same pumpkin bomb. It's the same design on the bomb. They didn't change anything about it. No, it's the same... It's that's almost the exact same image. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Yeah, it is the same one. So I think we have confirmation, and it is Willem Dafoe's goblin laugh. No one else has done the laugh like that. It's definitely Willem Dafoe. He's in it, and it'd be weird for them to have a, a laugh that harkens to him if they're not bringing him in. It'd be very strange for them. to Although, see. how are you guys feeling? Do you want like Power Ranger Goblin, or do you want him to be like comic book Goblin, and he's like big and green and shit, and he has like the purple tank top on for some reason? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay care. with yeah I'm, I'm okay with the way that they did it in the 2000 power yeah. ranger goblin um i thought it was good it works fine although i think i i don't know i think i prefer for him to be like wearing a weird purple elf beanie <laughs> my, my big thing is like like iron man gets credit for a lot of the launching of this new age of superhero movies but really it was spider-man's in the early 2000s right if, if we're being yeah. blade really in the 90s but and yeah, then yeah but it didn't launch it the same way like i think blade was existed first but the it didn't first... really lead to more the same way that spider-man did spider-man's the first one i can remember where i was like dude these are like the major superheroes was it, the first was x-men, it x-men, movie x-men? In 99 i think uh, 2000 2000 I think, I think and then x-men 2001 so x-men came out before the first spider-man yeah yes I okay, think that's so I guess, the one that did it. So I guess X-Men is the one, but they, that was Sony versus Marvel production. No, it's uh, Fox was X-Men. Oh, there you go. Sony is Spider-Man. I'm out of my depth here, but... Yeah, you are. Don't yeah, I think this. more than anything, Spider-Man is just at least one of the originals, and it's kind of cool. Like Now that we've had three of the 
Tobey Maguire, and then three or whatever of the Andrew, whatever the hell. Two Garfields, yeah. Okay, and then and then more with the new guy. It's kind of cool that they're smashing these ones together because it is the superhero more than any other that's had a lot of variety. So to be able to pull those into one cohesive storyline with the movie, What's that would be amazing if they really We're getting a Spider-Verse movie, basically, with three Spider-Men. I mean, we assume, right? But then we're also going to get a Flash movie that has at least two Batman in it. They're getting Ben Affleck is coming back for the Flash movie, and Michael Keaton is going to be in it as his Batman '89 version too. So we're going to what? No, it's George Clooney. No, that's George Clooney. George Clooney needs to be in it too. <laughs> that would be sick. Val Kilmer, <laughs> George I would, Clooney. <laughs> I would give up both Michael Keaton and George Clooney if we can get Jeffrey Dean Morgan as uh, Thomas Wayne. Oh. I, I want. I, I, I'm honestly happier that we have. Um, Michael Keaton coming in as the 1989 Batman. I think that that's more fun to me. It's referencing something that people will actually Dude, get. I'm just picturing all the old Batman, like a shot of them in a retirement home, sitting together, like swapping stories or something in some kind of Batman multiverse where they're all like sitting there like, man, back in my day. Like they wanted yeah. to do that. that it's so amazing. sick of August Stanley's Marvel, but I there was a, like a cameo where he's in that show and all the Batman. There was an original um, score story treatment for Skyfall where um, the you know the guy who is the um, the housekeeper at Skyfall. They were gonna have Sean Connery play that character as the original James Bond, mm-hmm. and Daniel Craig was gonna go to this like island where they had a like a basically a retirement home for James Bonds, and the idea was to have, like, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Sean Connery. Amazing. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, all living at this, like, sort of retirement home, and you were going to find out that James Bond is the code name passed down. That was, like, the idea that they were initially going to do. Um, or, like, it was an initial story. I Dude, I would they, totally eat that shit up. They leave great. A part of me would love that, but part of me would be kind of upset, too. I think I'd be like, ah. Oh. It doesn't like break that. anything. Like James it does, Bond being the code uh, name is great, know. and it would make sense as to why he's always willing to serve that shit up, just like not because yeah, everybody's. Yeah. <laughs> he's a secret agent where he's like, oh, yeah, uh, he's James Bond, by the way, the it's like worst spy agent. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so for that to be the code name would really shore that up. So I actually kind of dig that. Uh, name's J- Bond. Uh, you'll find the listing under Beach. <laughs> and it makes and it makes sense why you would have. Like James Bonds in different time periods too. Like that would totally shore that shit up. I actually love that idea. But anyway, that's yeah, not what we're talking about. I I don't know. Uh, we get that when when No Time to Die finally re- like releases after getting pushed back again, which is probably going to happen. We'll do a James Bond episode and we'll just talk about all the James Bonds. Yeah, that needs to remember. be flushed out further. But I love that idea. Anyway, do you want to get into recommendations? Yeah, let's move into recommendations. I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, uh, oh, also, we're not talking about what if this. Well, we can't talk about the most recent episode of what if because I have not watched it. Uh, it I watched I, the Black Panther one, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen one. it either. Okay. Disney Plus um, is not updated it. Cruella, I watched that last night because it's on Disney Plus for free now. Have either of you guys watched it? No, Jeff. No. Okay, it's fine. Just fine. Give it the same rating as Reminiscence. It was really long. It got really good reviews. People were like raving about how good it was. I don't think it lived up to that hype. I was actually really excited to watch it because it got such good reviews. And then when I was watching it, I was just like, this is not working for me on all the levels that I think it's supposed to be. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about it. it. It's at least worth watching if you have like an affinity for those like sort of family-friendly Disney movies like I do. Um, it's a little bit darker than a lot of those, but it's still... Um, 
you know, it's still good enough, you know, worth watching. If you have a family, I'd say probably, you know, I think your kids are, I don't know what kids watch. I don't, you, you make your own decisions. Anyway, it was fine. Um, what else have I watched recently? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I started watching Shadow and Bone again. Uh, I stopped that one about three episodes in. I you didn't yet. like it? I, to be honest with you, I don't think I was giving it a fair shake where I was watching it while I was working out or whatever. Like I just, I, it, but it wasn't grabbing me at all. So I just kind of stopped. I, I like it quite a lot. still. I think, uh, it's still really good. Um, and then, uh, that's pretty much it actually. I haven't been, my wife and I are in the middle of house hunting right now. Um, and so that's where most of my, my evenings after work, uh, between, uh, talking to the realtor cause we're putting our current house on the market. Um, and then, you know, shop going and looking at homes and stuff. I just, I haven't had a lot of time to watch TV. Plus I've been working out, uh, six days a week. So trying to oh. look better than the brothers in Mexico when we all go. Although we're going to have to, are we going to record an episode in Mexico? <laughs> I don't know. We'll 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 we can record two the week before. Yeah. So Brian, Brian, I'm sure we'll also recommend the same game. I introduced him or, or I don't know. I, he and I talked about a game. Uh, I guess we both discovered it simultaneously. Um, I've known about it for a while, but we just picked it up yesterday for the first time. Tyler, you got to hop in. This is a recommendation more for you than anyone else. Have you ever heard of the game called Splitgate? Uh, only in that Brian was just telling me about it. Okay. Well, it's going to change your life. Uh, it's now. It's. I mean, it's everyone it should be familiar with this by now. It's been taken social media by storm for the last couple months. It's like a Halo competitive shooter, first person shooter, very very similar to Halo. Uh, in the but with one new mechanic and that your characters create portals uh, and it's just nuts. Tons of game modes, um, super fun, um, no pay to win whatsoever, completely free cross-platform for PC, Xbox, and PS4. I'm going to jump um, on it today. And when I get home, I'm going to download it and we can try to play it. Super fun game. Yeah. I watched the movie Free Guy in theaters, the Ryan oh, Reynolds comedy. Dude, I almost went and saw it yesterday by myself because uh, my wife has a friend in town that I was trying to give them some time alone, but... I didn't like it that much. I thought it was okay. Um, it was really? It got really great reviews. Ryan Reynolds it's funny. Hollywood darling right now. Yeah, the people that I saw it with, I saw it with some friends and they were cracking up the whole time and I was just like, ah, predictable. Um, but still entertaining. Very entertaining. Um... It's also got Joe, Joe Keery, the, the, the uh, guy yeah, from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Um, Great hair. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, go watch Reminiscence. Don't listen to Tyler. It's a, it's a great movie. Um, if, if you look closely, there's a metaphor in there about, uh, about making a movie within a movie. Right? I mean, if you look, think about it, you know, Hugh Jackman's like, kind of like a director. Thandie Newton's kind of like the, uh, the uh, cinematographer and that she scopes the scene. Fuck you, Tyler. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and also my my uh, $400 Galactus toy got got crowdfunded, so I can expect that next fall. Brag. <laughs> Someone could just afford to drop $400 on an action figure. Okay, yeah. Jeff. To be honest, if it was $350, I wouldn't have done it because that would have been too cheap. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I only get the best. Dude, I still need to come down to the Bay Area and help you source some furniture so that you can actually have like a nice display instead of just having action figures just all dude i went to his apartment it's just it's insane there's just action figures everywhere there's no real rhyme or reason to it it just looks 
crazy. <laughs> I, I, I have an aesthetic where it's like there's an action scene unfolding throughout my apartment. That's not, it. That, that is not what it looks like to someone who doesn't live there. I walked in and was just like, your house looks like a mess. And he was like, no, 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 this is planned. And I'm like, well, poorly, obviously. Uh, so I'm going to come down. I'm going to help you buy some furniture to display your stuff <laughs> properly. You're going to spend my money for me? How, how generous. Yeah. Well, apparently you have enough. So, <laughs> all right, my turn. Um, Love and Monsters on Hulu. Has anyone given that a shot? Yeah, I, I rec- it was one of my recommendations earlier in the year. I okay. really like that movie. Yeah, a it's lot. pretty cool. I'm, I'm completely finished. Uh, I've been watching it in like three stages over the last three nights. But <laughs> is that the Dylan O'Brien one? Yeah, Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, he's got like kind of this funny like like underbreath like witty humor that he keeps like he laces throughout the film. That's yeah. like okay, I guess that's what's happening. You know, like shit like that where it's it's pretty entertaining. I, it hits my funny bone every time, but. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good so far. Pretty good CGI and stuff. So surprisingly, touching moment with the robot. Yeah, dude, I genuinely was like, I was like, I find yeah, it it's cry. like sacrificing <laughs> the last of its battery to like give him some music to listen to and stuff. Like, oh my god, yeah. yeah, I almost, I seriously, right now I'm like tearing up just remembering it. I yeah. was like really emotional in that moment. And the dog is like steals the show. Man. Oh, the yeah. dog is really cool. Really, really, uh, very high recommend for me on that. Yeah, so, that's, that's honestly, I didn't know it was on Hulu for free. Yeah. I'm gonna probably watch it again. Yeah, I really like it. Hulu, go watch that one. Other than that, uh, highly, highly, highly recommend everyone go get a PS5 because <laughs> those are fun. Oh, you got one? Uh, I've got one. Anna just got me one as a surprise gift for our anniversary. So let's sit Jesus down Christ, right you guys spend a lot of money on each other for your anniversaries. Kelly and I are like, <laughs> we are yeah, cheap. So, but apparently, so she's been watching it like a hawk and, and got one. So I have been in a relationship for eight years and have never had that much money spent on me for anything. So it was you're a very surprise. Lucky, man. Like I said, it was a surprise. But anyway. <laughs> So yeah. what did you get her? <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, I got her something nice. Not yeah. enough yet. <laughs> I got her something nice. But um, yeah, so super cool. Um, I mean, that was more of a joke than anything. But uh, you know, those are those are fun. Those are worth the upgrade when the time is appropriate and when what the market allows for it now. Well, I have all my PS4 ones, and then it came with that Spider-Man Miles Morales. <laughs> I really want to play that. It's yeah. fun. It's all right. I played the intro, and then Jeff, do you away. also have a PS5 now? No, but I beat I platinum Miles Morales when it came out. All right. Um, well, I'm jealous of you, Brian. I was literally just thinking about that today. I literally can't afford to buy a $400 action figure or a PS5 right now because I'm buying a house. But you can't afford in, a $400 thing because you're buying a $400,000 thing. So. $500,000, excuse me. Holy like Do I seem poor to you? <laughs> excuse me. Sorry. I'm going to have to cut all this out. <laughs> um, Brian, did you have, so those are your recommendations? That's it. That's all I got. All right. Cool. Well, uh, thanks everybody so much for listening. Um, get in touch with us at cleverkidspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know. Did you like reminiscence? Which Marvel weapons would you want um, to get? Did we miss anything? Did we miss anything? Do you think that we undervalued something or just completely didn't talk about something that should have been talked about? Um, I guess that's what missing things means. Um, we're also at Clever Kids Podcast on Instagram. Um, rate the podcast, recommend it to a friend. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we will see you next week talking about Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Is that what it's called? Legend of the Ten Legend, Rings? Legend Ten of Rings? the Ten Rings, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thanks again, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Jeff, you want to say bye? Bye.